Um, let's talk about Tatum. Let's talk yeah. about Tatum. It, it's, I, I still don't think, you know, the same criticism that I've had of him forever, that I don't think he can be the best player on your offense or your defense and have it be successful, super successful. Tatum, though, I actually had him at the very bottom of the series, my number 11th overall player. He was my sixth overall prospect last year, seventh the year before that, and eighth his rookie year. So this is a little bit of a downgrade for him. You mentioned that the one number metrics love his defense. He is effective as a help defender and in the passing lanes. I don't believe though that he can be a one-on-one stopper. And so that actually to me does provide a little bit of fit trouble. He doesn't really get to the basket. He's not a great passer. I don't see him as like a great pick and roll operator. So I just, I'm not sure that I see the offensive upside. So have you guys, have you guys ever thought about how, uh, Nate Duncan um, was sort of born in the darkness. I was molded by it. Oh, this is my I'm here with John Ollinger. It seems you got fired for being a bad GM, so naturally you need to be on every media tour. You and Bobby Marks can start the failed GM podcast, where you both suck shit. Remember when you traded Jeff Green for a lottery pick? I uh, it's still work in progress. We'll, we'll do we can debut that in another show, but um, wait. You did not. You did not consider your own statistical advice in PER to say Jeff Green <laughs> was a piece of shit basketball player and instead traded. God, why do all the shitty like like Bobby Marks is one of the, it's part of one of the worst front offices of all time, and he just has this job. <laughs> Bobby Marks ah. is the uh, Caskill of uh, whatever station he's on. <laughs> Yeah. Claire McCaskill. Bobby Marks, please tell yeah. me how this uh, GM's doing the stuff. Claire. Well. <laughs> Claire. Claire Mc. Claire Mc. Um, more like Claire McCaskill. Ass kill. Because <laughs> <laughs> this lady's duty. Uh, yeah, I know what I'm saying. Do do. Okay, you know what? I'm realizing maybe we shouldn't have been so mean to these guys because it's got to be killing. Nate, that um, you know, in all these presidential debates, no one has once brought you up the murder rate um, <laughs> as like a hot button topic. He has no one addressing murder rate. I mean, I guess maybe that's the Bloomberg candidacy. That's what you're trying to do. Is well, trying that's, to, that's, that's sort of well, speak, speak, speaking of Sam. I think we have an announcement uh, uh, for the people that we want to that we want to tell them. Yeah, well, we we were in Amy Klobuchar pod. Um, but that was under the authoritarian rule of Sixers Adam. And we got superseded by the Spike Eskin group and the rights to Ricky Sanchez. Um, we tried to... Sold off like a penny stock. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> well, Spike Eskin's a total Bernie bro. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, if you see how he treats his enemies yeah. on Twitter, it's apparent. Yeah. Um, lots of quote tweets, lots of name shaming, a lot of... Uh, a lot of fans of the rights to Ricky Sanchez do disgusting attacks, like tweeting from behind protected accounts uh, about public figures. That's all. None of that stuff we endorse. Yeah, but uh, no, we got the we got word today from Sixers Adam uh, that we were sold again. And uh, Amy is canceled. Um, she hasn't done. Um, 
she has this history of, you know, working with law enforcement to, you know, sort of pass um, racist criminal justice reforms and, you know, unfairly target um, minorities. And we at the ATO show are taking a firm stand against that. And so for that reason, we are endorsing Michael Bloomberg. Michael Bloomberg, who's never done any of those things. He's never yeah. done any of them. So um, please, is, please don't look at endorsement, the endorsement. That endorsement was sponsored by Mike Bloomberg for America 2020. Owners of the ATO show. Yeah, so, so you guys got your $6,500 checks for, for today, right? That, that was a daily thing, he said, right? Oh, boy, I got, I got mine. I got Jonathan's. I got Evan's. Oh, I've, got, uh, I've got Drew Hanlon's from when he was on the show back when it was uh, Celtics Roundtable. So I got all the chances. And we have three of it. We have three of his prospects that he taught that, like, disappeared. But they're, they're yeah, also on the ATO show. I want to do a Mike Bloomberg impression so bad, but even if I do it, like, like dead on accurate, it's still anti-Semitic. So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna like let it. Go. Uh, I'm Jewish. I can, I can yeah, yeah. I would have let Jack handle the. We had Celtics Twitter. No, that's not good. That's not good. Maybe another time. I can't. Do, I have to. You've got to watch the clip of him and Donald Trump on The Apprentice going to go get the hot dog, and he tells oh all the God. women, "You heard the most beautiful well, woman." I, well, I, I have it. Well, I get. I love this. Oh, you. you. <laughs> These I'm are the not best. Sure if I can dogs. tell you, it's the best until I have the man's hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we managed to talk for basketball. Man dog. Yeah, we should probably. Um, Introduce the show at some point. <laughs> Welcome to another edition of the Michael Bloomberg ATO show. We're um, bloomed, baby. You're in the feeling, bloom where it happens. Feeling the bloom, baby. Yeah, if you go to yeah. our website, you'll see vandalizing all over it. Like you just can't, you can't even play the podcast anymore. It's just like constant, just Bernie propaganda. If you play any of those previous podcasts, it's just like a bunch of hooligans going off. Vandalized, I tell you. Like, the vandals we, are at it again against the Bloomberg fucking, you know, movement. And it's just, mm-hmm. it's really, it's really sad to see the type of society oh. we're in. And, you know, people say that, like, in the media landscape, you know, there are no friends. And, you know, people say that we're, um, you know, we're getting passed around having so many different owners and different, like, shady interest groups kind of buying and selling our journalistic integrity. Um, you know, that that's bad. You know, that's like what happened to Gawker and Deadspin. And like, that's what's going to like put us in the ground. I'd like to um, point out that a little kind of uh, a masthead, if you will speak, kind of some of the finest journalism to ever come out of New England um, operates under a simpler model. And that is, of course, Barstool Sports. So I think of us as a very similar type of thing, you know. So, um, you know, maybe one day we'll we'll reach their level and we will be known as... Um, you know, um, Barstool Sports, but for um, Boston Sports. <laughs> Mike, Mike Bloomberg is a 10 out of 10 smoke show of the week. As if you go to Barstool Blackout, Mike Bloomberg will not obstruct your view. We're, we're going to connect the Mike Bloomberg and Barstool Sports. We're going to get the stoolies from Mike out there. We're going to win, win Massachusetts, baby. <laughs> oh, God. One of these days, I'm not going to carry direct Chapo bits directly over to our show, but the, the Barstool thing's just been in my head all week, so sorry. Felix, this is the Felix trickle-down event. You get Chapo light when I am on the pod. I'm sorry. <laughs> we, we have Chapo had, we had uh, you know, Dave Portnoy bits. 
In our, uh, yeah, I forgot about that. In our destruction of all the terrible Celtics fans. Uh, I think we had an episode yeah, called cool. like a Soul Psycho Guillotine or something. Oh, oh <laughs> we did, yes. we did. Oh yes. Um. All right. So sa- sa- Saturdays are for the blooms. <laughs> <laughs> they do outreach and they say it Saturdays are for the goys. That I've been. All right. So it is the Saturday. All right. Um. <laughs> Tuesdays for the bloom. <laughs> Super Tuesday, that is. All right, guys. Well, there's, there's two things I know. One is that okay. uh, Jason Tatum um, has indeed made the leap. Whether he's hot shooting or not, um, it doesn't matter. Uh, the, the, he, he's sort of put everything all together. The second thing um, is that uh, Mike will keep Americans safe while protecting Second Amendment rights. <laughs> 95% of murderers. Murderers and murder victims fit one MO. You can just take this, the description, Xerox it, and pass it out to all the cops. They are male minorities, 16 to 25. That's true in New York. That's true in virtually every city. Vote Mike Bloomberg for president. Bloomberg, Bloomberg, 2020. Bloomberg, Bloomberg, Bloomberg. Um, so I was seeing some of Keith Smith had a tweet about this. Um, and I think that – I don't know if this is – this is not a direct thing. I think this is sort of a chicken and the egg thing because the, the mid-range shots are down and the three-point three percentage has gone up. Now, is that because Tatum's shot selection has changed, his play has changed, or is it his play has changed and therefore his shot selection has changed? Because I lean towards the latter. Like, it seems like – sort of what unlocked him taking less open threes was like suddenly realizing he can kind of get to the rim and sort of also becoming, you know, someone who required so much attention out on the perimeter. Everything, you know, like, everything's changed. Every, yeah. I mean, we all thought, you know, he'd put it together eventually, just not all at once. Um, I mean, the handle's tighter. He's probably in better shape than he's ever been his entire life. He's making reads, passing, he's shooting step back threes. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. His mm-hmm. giant fucking lats are getting tatted up. I mean, it's all it's all coming up, Tatum. <laughs> Juicy's lats. Deuce, Deuce is uh, developing uh, motor function, um, and yeah. pretty soon we're gonna be able we're gonna we're gonna have some real good Deuce content. Mm. I don't know. It's it's been it's been interesting. So kind of sort of the I think everyone seems to agree that um, Tatum has made the leap. That's a uh, you know, that's kind of a gimme, but so so kind of the next question that's begged here, and it's the, kind of been the bugaboo for the Celtics ever since, you know, the KG Pierce trade and the way they did their rebuild is: can Jason Tatum be the best player on a championship team? And you know that means that means top ten to top five player, depending on who you ask. And I don't see um, how he's not a top ten player currently. Give me ten players, active okay. players. Well, uh, uh, t- could, Terry Rozier. Terry Rozier is, Terry. is an active uh, player. Nas, Nas Reed. Um, no, it's well, very much well, in play, it, Sam. It, it, yeah. I mean, it it has to be. You know, he. I mean, Max Carlin tweeted it out earlier today. Like, he could be like you know this all time great shooter. Um, you know, when you when you see what he can do with the step back three, off the catch. And then you combine that with his overall skill package, um, his great size, I, I and think, really good athleticism. I'll, I'll give, like, I'll it, it adds yeah, up. I'll give a shout-out to Max Carlin, because honestly, he was saying it over the summer, too. Like, I, I think, I mean, I forget if he tweeted this, or this might have been in a 
a private DM to, to me, but I forget. Uh, but it was like private it was like, DM. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I'm I'm I'm, uh, I'm killing uh, in those Max Carlin DMs, baby. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm just back, chilling in Max Carlin's <laughs> DMs. But it, it was like you know the the two ways for for Jason Tatum to like his path to that top five to ten player level was like become otherworldly shot maker or. And then I think the other point was, like, become otherworldly, like, pick and roll, and then also, like, even better defender than he already is. But it's, like, he's already become that, that well, at least for the past couple of weeks, he's already become that, like, you know, plus-plus shot maker. Like, we've seen it. I mean, we saw it last night. It's, like, it's it's gotten to the point where it's, like, he's he's taking shots, and it's, like, yeah, that's that's going in. He's gotten to the Marcus yeah. Smart level. Oh, <laughs> like, to be to- like to be fair, like he was probably elite defense or like on the upper echelon of defense the entire year, and it's just oh, like yeah. this last month and a half, two months, he's just decided to hit everything in the goddamn earth. But like mainly that the whole thing where it's like, is he, is his playmaking changing? What it's probably like it's really he was only taking like maybe five to six mid range shots a game, and now he's taking like three of those or four of those, and they're instead of dribbling into the mid range, he's doing a step back three, and it's like or like an off the dribble three that he was really just doing like catch and shoot threes and then those mid range, like off the dribble shit. And now he's just doing off the dribble three shit. And it's just, it's kind of mind blowing. He's getting to the line a ton more. Um, It's rocketing up. Uh, He's finishing at the rim a lot better and he's still just a concerning thing too. The, the rim shit. I mean, that was, that was more weird than anything. He was like missing wide open layups early in the year. Um, I I, I thought that would just correct on itself, but I mean, he's clearly gotten better at it, but I mean, this guy is 21 years old still. Like, that's what, really why he be, can become like this top five to ten player. Or at least it's in play. He's we're still like three years, maybe two years from him starting to hit those prime years, and maybe like six or seven years away from him truly peaking as a player. Um, so I think, yeah, anything's I, in play. Well, I, I think the thing that stands out to me about Jason Tatum versus like other guys that you would kind of have in his tier. You know what I'm saying? These guys who are because I think Jason Tatum's like solidly, even you know, regardless of our green glasses or whatever. I think I think it's you know national consideration. Everyone would agree with this that he at least belongs in an All NBA conversation this year, right? Like, 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 the, like yes. that's got to be talked about, right? So, oh yes, and I think that you got to feel good about that because like it's those are the guys who are the usually the championship guys. It used to be the guys, but if, when you have these superlative wings. You know what I'm saying? Like you've got your Kevin Durant's, your um, your LeBron James's, your Kawhi Leonard's. You know what? What have you? Those are those are the guys. You know what I'm saying? And Tatum has become that two way. You know, twenty twenty eight and eight with however many assists and you know two or three steals. That's that's just sort of become who he is regularly, and it's really hard for me. Unless he, like, absolutely, you know, it'd be one thing if he'd never done it in the playoffs, but we've seen him do pretty well as a younger, not-as-good player in the playoffs. I don't know. I I feel pretty good about it. I don't think the Celtics need to do anything too crazy. They've got some really high-end talent right now. Like, they've, they've got these young guys who just need to develop into, like, like, we're finally getting to the point in this in the Celtics rebuild where some things have broken right and now it's more about filling out the back end of the rotation, which was never the problem. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, like speaking, I mean, like you got, yeah, you got speak, Speaking Sorry, of right. which, as good as Jason Tatum 
has gotten over the past few weeks. Um, Ennis Cantor has somehow gotten worse. Um, and probably had the most pathetic foul I've ever seen during the, the Portland game where it seemed like he tripped into um, the defender. But uh, no, he was he was in complete control. It was just uh, utter incompetence. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's gotten so bad that even Brad Stevens won't play him um, now in the second half against good teams. Um, That's the dream, baby. That's the dream. Yeah, so I guess like... <laughs> Tatum sucked well, out what know, powers man. his on-off numbers, his dude. Had. They must be trash recently. I mean, the man can Grant. Yeah. No, you'd think that, but then I've I've made that same call, and then it's just been no. Yeah. He's it's they're still good. I don't know. Rob is Rob's almost back. That's what I keep telling myself. Rob's no yeah. no Rob tonight against Utah, right? That's what no, the I think it's the earliest is going to be like Friday. They're going to have like a. Yeah. MRI or some shit, and then little little movie potentially magic after. Little, little little movie magic, folks. We uh, you're listening to this after the Jazz game. We're listening to it before. We're, we're recording this before. We're coming to you from the past. Yeah, the, the Boston Celtics <sighs> definitely won the Utah game. Do not. God, don't don't look. Um. So by the way, I, I figured out the uh, NBA uh, equivalent for the Liz Warren campaign. Oh yeah. Is it? Is it Rudy Gobert? It's Rudy Gobert. It is Rudy Gobert. <laughs> um, there's a lot of Rudy uh, Gobert. whining and a lot of talk about her plans and screen assists and why isn't anybody paying attention who, to her. Who said and... it? However, 12 screen assists for Warren tonight. That was me. That was me. That was me. That was a sneak. No, it is, yeah. it is a perfect metaphor because she's clearly trying to steal from uh, Bernie supporters, uh, but with the message <laughs> yeah. that she could get it done. Um. But too late, baby. I have personally signed over one million bills. <laughs> I, Hermione Granger. I can't even. Yeah. Well, like, Queen. you know, I can set high screens because I have high cheekbones. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Because she's, she said she was Native American, but she was, she wasn't, because, because she's white. Do you remember that? Anyway, uh, you gotta stop me before I lose our, lose all our Warren fans. <laughs> she still plays in Massachusetts, so I gotta, I gotta get off. Towns or Butler for Klobuchar? Probably Klobuchar? Butler. Yeah, yeah, Jimmy Butler for sure. Yeah. Um, Specifically, that one Dr- practice where he where he uh, abused uh, Carl Towns yeah. with the third stringer. Yes, <laughs> third stringer. Just that particular Jimmy, moment. Let's continue Jimmy, this metaphor. Jimmy Butler wakes up at one a. Or uh, Amy Klobuchar wakes up at one a.m. in the morning um, to get yeah. to the office and uh, throw staplers at her staff's chairs <laughs> to, to practice her depth perception, so she can just fucking nail them in the eye. <laughs> wait, with the oh, corner. Was the thing okay? Wait, was the thing that came out today that said that she has like staffers shape her legs on planes? True. Yeah, is that true? Yeah, yes. Jimmy Butler. No, that's Jimmy, true. Jimmy Butler has his assistant like wrap himself, like do the thera wraps I, on his legs after I, every practice. I'm like a couple degrees, friend degrees away from someone who's knows like the, the, the writing staff on Veep, and like the, it's confirmed that Selena Meyer is like eighty percent Amy Klobuchar. Like so, like 
yeah. Oh, see, okay, see, because I thought, because I thought it was like, like I thought, like someone thought like the joke on the show, and then like they they projected that onto what she actually. No, but that's actually Jesus Christ. Yeah, that no, that really happened. Yeah, it's the inverse. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's also like that's crazy because if that you're doing that to a male staffer, that's just like not fair because that shit is so hot, dude. Like, <laughs> dude, that's it's like fucked up to like do that to double, like a red letter American underwear man. on that day. Yeah, any overnight trip, got to double it. Amy, got me. <laughs> weird, weird self extender. Weird self extender. All right. Um. Anyway, but yeah, to continue the metaphor. Uh, Joe Biden, yeah, uh, like, Anthony Davis. Yeah, Joe Biden. <laughs> uh, let me see. Uh, what else uh, do we Pete, got? Yeah, oh. Pete Buttigieg. Uh, what's who's a little fucking who's that little fucking weasel Devin boy? Booker? No, it looks like uh, Ted Cruz. Uh, oh, Grayson yeah. Allen there, yeah, rap mode. Yep. He's Grayson Allen yeah, he's uh, made the NBA on rap mode, so I feel like <laughs> made the rising uh, star. Donovan, Donovan, like Donovan, Mitchell? Donovan Mitchell. Oh, maybe Donovan Mitchell. Also, maybe Chris Paul. Not I was this year. Chris Paul too. Yeah, but, but like, there's a lot of high impact, but it's all done by complaining. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Are there other candidates? <laughs> yeah, no, there is. Um, oh, yeah, Tom Steyer. Uh, uh, Kamala Harris is Kevin Durant. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Don't. Don't. All right, let's hear it. <laughs> um, Corey, no, I can't say this. Um, no, I can't say this. <laughs> Come on. Uh, all right. Oh. I, I was going to, uh, I was going to say that Cory Booker was Anthony Bennett, but it's not it's too mean. And then um, uh, a Beto O'Rourke Len bias. Ooh. <laughs> oh, that's the actual one I was thinking of. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. You know a good Tom Steiner. Tom Steiner. Tom Steiner, baby. Like, either way to the NBA. I feel like that's kind of Grayson Allen. But every, like, yeah, every, every... Or JJ Redick or... Uh, the white no, guys. JJ. <laughs> I like JJ. That's a good one. Who's the... Was, one of them's, like, rich. Didn't... A couple of them actually are. Like, grew up rich. J.R. Smith? Oh, that's that's a good one. There we go. Yeah. Do we do a Bernie? Do we do we do a Bernie or no? Oh no, we didn't actually. Um, um, Gordon Hayward. I I am here to tell you that many many men are being forced to bust in their wives. (laughs) Under my plan, you will not have to bust in your wife. You will just be allowed to game. You cannot. We are living. In a society where we are just creating, we are not taking care of the children we have. We are not teaching them how to camp spawns or time rockets. Uh, we are simply busting in our wives. And I will fight the wife-busting agenda. We will nationalize We will nationalize free bus for the women to, uh, to self-inject as needed if they need the bus. No. <laughs> 
Gordon Gordon saw the free child care <laughs> and is just like going like door to door for yeah. Bernie. <laughs> Like, just to game up something. It's like all he ever wanted. He thinks that means that it's like boarding school. Like, send, send them away. All right, we got uh, 15 minutes till this game starts or so. Um, who said it? Tatum has reached a new height, superstar level. We've got to continue and go with him. Nate Duncan. Bill, Bill Simbin. Bill Sibian. Uh, it's actually Jalen Brown. Close though. Wow. Very similar thinkers. Okay. I, mean, yeah, I think a similar really basketball too. I just want it on the record that he's Jalen's really good. Like him. Complete game. Couldn't be happier to have him on the team. Further quote. All right. Uh, you've got a one for your brother. Well, what said... you want for yourself? Let's hear it. All right. Um, who said it? This is a reporting blank. Just singled out Enos Cantor for being such a great teammate and being such a positive energy to the team on a daily basis, regardless of his role each night. Semi? I don't know who's. Brad? It is Brad Stevens <laughs> endorsing. Yeah. Bloomberg. Bloomberg. Oh my God. I mean, Enos definitely, Enos, loves, wait, Enos definitely loves Mike Bloomberg. All right, I'm going. I'm going searching for it right now. <laughs> we'll find out. Thank you, Mayor Bloomberg, for you and the NYPD protecting uh, our streets from the dangers of AKP. <laughs> Who said it? I'm dying, LMFAO. Can't believe the queer eye guy took a break from telling working class men they dress like shit to defend war and pretending to be native in my mentions. Oh, <laughs> Is that her name? Is that what happened? Is that, was, Vince that, was that Vince Killigan? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we accidentally doxed her. We should get rid of that. Uh, <laughs> we'll wait, what? Vince Killigan, that Ross. Did he really do that? Did that happen? That, uh, that, yeah, that, um, it was uh, yeah. Uh, Jonathan Van The queer guy name searched Elizabeth Warren and just like added her because she just <laughs> ran and, like she just had a thought. That, damn. No. <laughs> this is what happens when I 100% Yakuza and I'm just offline for like, I miss all this good shit. Can, can, can you send that to me? The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Oh. No Enos Cantor. Bloomberg. Womp womp. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We will we'll use our use our contacts in the Bloomberg. We'll get a nice photo op with the can man. Uh, nothing who who so said far. it? I, for example, am not in favor and have never been in favor of raising the minimum wage. That's Bloomberg, baby. Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, wait, I'm sorry. No, That's we just, I just got a memo. Uh, sorry, as, as president, Mike will raise the minimum wage to fifteen dollars per hour. Look, and 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 even if he didn't, right? It's it's. If, if you don't have a job that you can, you know, s- survive on, I think um, you should just simply get a get a job that pays one hundred thousand dollars a year. Um, that's that's what he told us to say. If, if you know, if you don't have a living wage, just just get a get a job. And also, if you can't afford to go to the doctor, please do not go to the doctor because that puts a strain on the healthcare system in general. Yeah. And, you know. You know, we just, you know, we don't want busy hospitals with people that, you know, can't pay for it. And it's just a logistic nightmare. Uh, that's yeah. That was another memo from the Bloomberg campaign. Thank you. Continue, Matt. Uh, 
who said it, he's it's PSA. Not, you know, there's a lot of coronavirus out there. Gotta let the people know. Who said it? He's not going to bed at night wondering why no one's not talking about him. He doesn't care. He's reading his book on horses. We're winning games, and he's happy. If he's happy, I'm happy. Who said it? That's about Michael Malone on uh, Nikola Jokic. Oh. He's reading his book. <laughs> Nikola Jokic is a horse girl. <laughs> <laughs> I, he's uh, Nikola Jokic for Warren. Twenty. Who's <laughs> <laughs> his political counterpart? Jokic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's he's a Bernie bro. Jokic is a Bernie bro. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's I, it. I, I think that's I agree. it right there. Yeah, Jokic, Jokic just like is out of shape. Jokic is a slob. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah slob he's out of shape. Fan. He's posting. He's, yeah, he's definitely a Jesus fan. Ooh, who said it? I'd love to be a part of what Boston has going on. Demarcus uh, Cousins. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, no, you're close with the Horford. It, it was it. Oh, now I'm sad. Oh, sorry, boo, sorry. Boo, boo. Uh, who said it? Uh, we really got that sense of we really, really, really have a chance this year, and it's very evident to us. I think it's starting to be evident to people around the league, and it's evident to fans around the league. Marcus? Yeah, Smart. Marcus Smart. There you go. Pretty. God. Remember, remember when the Miami Heat uh, went and traded uh, Justice Winslow for Andre Guadalla? That fucking rocked. That was so cool. I'm very pro. Um, the Jack, uh, the heater, the heater frauds. I'm just, I'm putting that out there. The heater gonna get rinsed by whoever they play in the playoffs. I hope Pat Riley, Pat, Pat Riley, Biden. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks 151 million people have been killed by guns in the United States since 2007. Well, they're gonna play Philly, right? Most likely. Yeah. Who the Heat? Yeah, yeah, that's the, I think that's the first round match. Three, three, six. No, no, four, five. Oh, four, five. Oh. Oh yeah. I, uh, although it'd be really funny if Philly loses. Um. Um. um Actually, um, I think I think I'd like that better. Honestly. No offense. Jimmy to, uh, the Revenge series. Yeah, that would be that would be much better. I think. Um. Yeah. The the Celtics. Uh, they could they could use like another good player, not like an okay guy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you're gonna find in the buyout market. Like it, it would have made sense to like get Davis Bertans or uh, Bogdanovich, um, but uh, you know neither one of them were available. Or Bertans was, but it was like gonna cost you an arm and a leg. All right. Well, it's good to be back to the ATO show again. <laughs> Welcome to Mike Bloomberg campaign. I I think we should hire all of the spot shows of the week. I, I can't tell what I'm doing here. I was trying to do Bane <laughs> Bane Barstool Bloomberg. I just we could have done. I just realized a good a good bit would have been like Nate Duncan talking about like Mike Bloomberg as a as a as a good candidate because yeah, but that's just stop gonna and happen. frisk stop we and frisk just, and that's, we're just gonna wait for that to happen on the pod and then we'll react to it like we don't actually have to Jack. will that one into bank uh, can, can you like have you seen how much money Bloomberg's made like you don't think he can run a fucking country dude like seriously he's worth 69 billion trillion dollars not me Bloom <laughs> 
Um, wait, 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 wait. Um, uh, okay, Bloomer. <laughs> got um, got, got his fucking ass. Oh, God. I've been a Tatum skeptic for a while. 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 While, 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 while,